Hi, this is Jessie Chu. And Quinn Nguyen, co-founders of Paper Talk. Welcome to season four. We're here to share paper flower journeys, engage with makers and artists, support small creative businesses, and chat about our obsessions. Follow along as we give a voice to and nurture a community of paper florists from around the world. We are so grateful that you're here. Make sure to hit subscribe and consider supporting us by writing a review. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Paper Talk. Today, we have Amy McGee with us. Amy McGee of Botanica Brouhaha and Bloom Trust Co. Hi, Amy. Hi. Hi. <laughs> We're so excited to have you here again with much to talk I'm, about. I'm always thrilled to be on here. So today, Amy, we really want to explore your new platform, Bloom Trust Co. Can you tell us a little bit about it and how you came up with the idea and how it aligns with your mission to serve your community? Yeah, tell us what your mission is first. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy, do I have to read it all? I I don't, I'll have to really think about this. You know, the mission of everything that I do, I think, is, is to flower with purpose. I think that has kind of slowly become what, what I'm all about over the years. In my early years, I think it was true. I was seeing my wedding couples and helping them plan their wedding flowers. Just, you know, every step of the way, I think that was central to what I was doing, but I wasn't really putting words to it yet. But the longer I do it now, it's kind of become the central focus as in, if I'm not flowering with purpose, then I'm not going to do this thing. That it's become really the focus of everything. So I think that's probably my mission and also helping make our, our profession accessible to as many people as possible. And I think that also I've grown into that part of our mission because I slowly became aware over the years that perhaps our profession is not as accessible to some people as other people. And to be honest, I didn't think of that, you know, in the front end of my career. I just did my thing and I I wasn't really paying attention. But now I do because I essentially moved from being a floral designer in my own studio, taking care of my own clients to being kind of a, a gatherer of people into a community. And so now the community is diverse and I, I see the challenges. So I think that's another part of of the mission is making sure that I do what I can to make our profession accessible to the most people. And especially the ones that are interested and just can't figure out, like, where do I start and how do I kind of get my foot in the door? So that that's kind of the mission. As far as Bloom Trust Co. goes, I started it last year during the pandemic in November, and it kind of came it, it came about for for a couple of reasons, but I think the main one was that we had begun to do these workshops that were really they were really service based i mean the the whole reason I was doing the workshops was to be able to bring in some money to help our community so when I was trying to figure out how to do that, I had a few friends, Potomac Gilliam and Holly Chapel that kind of said, you know what, you should do a workshop and we'll come and we'll teach for you. And then they donated their time so that we could sell tickets and have designers come in and go to those workshops. And then we could take that money 
and put it back into the community because there were some pretty immediate needs that I knew about and I didn't have the capacity to to help with those needs financially by myself. So when COVID came along, we could no longer do those in-person workshops. And I know that resonates with a lot of people because that, that's affected, you know, so many parts of our businesses. And I, I spent months trying to think, how am I going to do that? How am I going to continue the work that we've begun in our community when I can't bring in that extra cash flow? And so. This really was one of those moments where it's kind of like the workshop. I was desperate because I knew there were needs that were immediate and I was desperate to find a way to meet those needs. And in that moment of desperation is, is where the workshop was born. And that's pretty much what happened with Bloom Trust Co. You know, it was a moment of desperation. We've started work. I know the needs and now I can't figure out how to meet the needs financially. What am I going to do? And this idea kind of came to me. So I I started it in October and it's basically a a culmination of everything I've done over the years. And I I don't know if we'll talk about this, but I've kind of thought about botanical brew haha as, you know, I, I want it to be accessible to everyone. So how do you make your community accessible to everyone while still making a living? And so it's important to me to have content for those that are in our community at various price points. So like you guys, we have a a podcast. And so that podcast content, of course, is free for anyone to, you know, consume. And then we also have the Botanical Brew Haha blog, which I've been writing for 12 years. So it has a lot of content that's just inspiration, um, inspirational images, but also some tutorials. And uh, we, we had an expert panel for a lot of years where we answered questions that people had. So there's a lot of content on that blog and it's also free. Um, so Bloom Trust Co. ended up kind of being the place where I'm going to take as much of this content, I'm going to like pare it down. And these are some resources that after all these years of speaking to all these people and gathering all this stuff, these are the resources that if you ask me, I would recommend to you. And, and I was doing a lot of that. I think y'all probably understand this. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know you do because, you know, you get all these emails, people asking, like, if, if you were going to take a course on whatever, you know, where, who would you take it from? Or, you know, I saw this was advertised. Do you know this person? Do you trust this person? And or, you know, where do I find the cold glue that I saw Susan McCleary using in her tutorial or, you know, whatever. And I was spending a lot of time answering those questions in email form. And I still am happy to do that. But I thought, wow, I could take all of that and put it into one place so that people could just go in there and see what I would recommend. And then, you know, that's that's and and you would pay for that because that's a service. It's a little more in depth than what we do on a podcast and on the blog. So that's kind of how Bloom Trust Co. was born and why I set it up the way I did. Beautifully curated. Yeah. 
I love how it became a natural extension, you know, or, or a natural platform. It was to meet, essentially meet well you know it's really funny because i was on your podcast right before i think it was right before we launched yeah so yes so this was all in my head you know what i thought it was going to be and and i was building it you know we had someone building the site and and i was trying to figure out exactly but you know you don't really know what anyone wants until you create it yeah really test it and Mm -hmm. So I feel like we've been in almost like a year of beta testing in a way. We kept the price point super low so that it would be accessible. And then we have just listened to what our members tell us because that, to me, that is so important. I I will always listen to feedback, good or bad. I I just want to hear it all. And so actually what happened is, you know, I had envisioned this as a resource site. Like you just go in there, you look around, find what you want, and that's that. And actually what's happened is we've had members asking for community. And that really surprised me. I didn't anticipate that. And in fact, I was so honest with them. It's like, why why do you need that component here? Mm-hmm. Because there are so many forums and incredible incredible people running forums full of people who are really, you know, experienced. And so I didn't think there was a need for that at all. That wasn't in my plan, but it just was something that they asked for. And so we have slowly moved throughout. It's almost been a year. We started in November. So almost been a year and we've slowly moved in a direction of actually having more of a community feel and the resources are kind of, uh, I mean, they're still central, but I think they're kind of equal with the community aspect. So we have meetups and, you know, different things to, to make it so that we can talk. And, and to be honest, that's what I love to do. And so the fact that, that the members asked for that was like the greatest gift to me. It, it was far more than what I expected this to turn into. And so I'm just really grateful. I mean, I'm just so grateful for people who who take a chance on something new and then are brave enough and invested enough to voice their desires, you know, tell you what they want and tell you what's not working as well for them or what doesn't interest them. That Mm -hmm. is also value. I'm just really grateful for it. You know, I think it's part because of the community that you have built inside Bloom Trust Co. Because I've seen other platforms where people are not as sharing about their experience. And I think they trust you to lead them and grow the platform to be a bigger and more amazing place for people to share and to learn from each other. So I commend you for your amazing leadership for that. Well, thank you. But I mean, I really think it's the great people that are <laughs> I think it goes both ways. Yeah. You I have think to it, share first, right? Yes. And freely and then. Yes. Well, you know, it's really interesting. I hope I'm not like going off on tangents either. So just like lesson me back in. You, you can tell I'm from Texas, right? I say y'all <laughs> unless just let me know if I'm off the beaten path here. But but I do think that, you know, listening to people and following those things, I mean, it may lead us into a place that, that I didn't 
intend to go. I mean, but it's so much richer. And hearing that feedback from people, I, I think it, it's interesting because here's the feedback. Like either you have people that are really, really invested, like they are there and they know they need to learn some certain things. They're there to learn that thing and they are all in. Then we have members who are like, this is a hobby for them and it's not that expensive to be a part of it. And they have access to what they need when they need it. And they're not professionals and maybe they don't even plan on ever being a professional for us. So they have careers in healthcare or fashion or marketing. And then this is like their hobby and they just want access to what we have. And so they may not be as involved on a day to day as some of the other members, but they're getting out of it what they want. And then we have some people who I just had a phone call this week and it was from someone that I actually knew before Bloom Trusco. And so this designer comes in and pays by the month and I had this coffee date with her and, and I always do this with our members and just ask them how it's going, what, you know, what's going on. And she really doesn't look at a lot of the emails, doesn't, you know, participate in a lot of things. She's just kind of there and I know her, so I know she's there. And she said, I joined to support you. Like she doesn't really even need it. I don't, I mean, she uses it sometimes, but I think really she joined because she wanted to support our mission, our cause. She knew that we were using a portion of our profit to help our community. And she just wanted to support our community. And the easiest way to do that was to become a member of, of Bloom Trust Co. And then she can get things out of it, you know, when she needs them. But so I think you know, when we start a community, sometimes we think like everyone, if they're not like completely involved and go into everything and, you know, like opening all the email, whatever, then you think, oh, you know, they're not really, they don't really like it or it's mm -hmm. not really helpful. And that's not the case. If you talk to them, everyone has a different reason for being there. And if it's not helpful, then they will leave. And, and that's okay too, because you don't want people paying for your membership when you're not meeting their needs. There's no reason for that. You wouldn't want to be in, you know, somewhere that you're paying for a membership and it's not meeting your needs. So yeah, there's no hard feelings, you know, and that's, that's great. Like that, if, if your mission is to help people and your mission is to give access to people, then you want that for them, no matter where they find it, it might be with, someone who's doing something similar to you that's mm -hmm. fine then they found what they were looking for and we're all better for it oh true i love what you just said it really resonate with me with what our mission statement is is to share and to elevate our community so they have better resources people to reach out and have conversation mm -hmm. i think one thing that jesse and i try to do in our community is start those conversation if you're having a difficulty on, you know, making a certain flower. Let's talk about it. There's so many ways to get to this one end goal and exploring all those different paths to get there is the most amazing part of the journey of becoming a paper florist. And I love that what you're offering 
is so much more. And I think a lot of people, florists, when they start on that pathway, they learn about the craft part, learning about Mm -hmm. how to create and bake and color. But then you have all these flowers that you make. And then the next step that we see in the natural progression is you become a florist. And I think that's why we say a paper florist versus a paper artist, because you want to learn how to arrange things. You want to take Mm -hmm. it to the next level. And I love that your resource for Blue Trust Co. does offer that. And I don't know if you guys know this, but Jesse's actually one of the educators for this particular I platform. <laughs> I was. I'm very honest. I was. I was. <laughs> and so, I mean, this is something that we both have talked about. And I think mm-hmm. our path becoming to who we are right now is the Fresh Forest community has influenced people that you've named, Hitomi Gilliam, Holly Chapel, yourself have influenced us so much on how we've grown and become a better artist because we've taken those different elements and resources and just grown and elevate what we know to what we are today. So thank you for putting this out because gosh, if you had William Shark Cheska like six years ago, you know, all over it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it is really I think it's really fun, you know, when we were in Tulsa, Quinn, you know, and we were working in tandem. So there were the fresh florists, they were working here. And in the same space, there were the paper florists working on their installation. And I just think it was such an interesting opportunity. I I mean, I can't even imagine where that would have ever happened otherwise. Mm -hmm. It was just such an incredible opportunity to see how each other works. And I think everyone there like gained such a respect for the other profession. Yes. Seeing how, I mean, I already had told you that I could never be a paper florist because I literally don't have that patience. And I bet you about 90% of fresh florists don't either. I don't think that's unique to me, but taking, you know, taking the time to, to make, the paper flowers and and arrange them and you know y'all were doing an installation and we could see similarities there that we both need mechanics for yes. installations that will hold and and that will be solid so they're not blowing away or falling down or whatever catching on fire yes. <laughs> <laughs> whatever the thing is so yeah there are a lot of similarities and there's a lot of similarities between the community that we've built at Botanical Brew Haha and the community that you all are building at, at Paper Talk. Yeah, just, I, and I love, I love the culture of what you're doing. And I saw it when we were in Tulsa. I saw it because people traveled there and they were just like you. They were so kind and so welcoming to us. And I don't know. I, I just, I'm really, I'm excited for your community because I, I feel like it's it's very similar to what we're doing. Can you tell us a little bit about the inside? So Bloomfresco is a membership site. And when you go in, we have some things like Flowers in the News that's really just for fun. It's just, you, you know, we put articles in about anything from celebrity weddings to, oh my gosh, just anything. I don't know. You know, the shortage of flowers right now is a big topic but just all kinds of interesting things um florists who are doing amazing things you know with Mm -hmm. 
service projects and things. Anyway, we just put all that in there and that's just kind of a fun little spot. But then there are categories, basically. So we have educators and these are not the only educators, you know, that, that I recommend. These are just educators that I really know and I know that they do a really amazing job. They're very knowledgeable and they're people that I feel like I have a relationship with that I really understand what's in their courses or in their workshops. Mm -hmm. And if I needed to, I could call them on the phone. You know, if there was a question or a problem or anything, we have that communication. So we have 13 educators in there and they all have sort of a, a different specialty in my mind. I mean, we're all florists, but for example, like Hitomi Gilliam, Gregor Lursch, very, very astute at mechanics. Yeah. And I mean, just the fact that they agreed to let me say their name (laughs) (laughs) in relation to Bloom Trust Co., honestly, I mean, the biggest honor because they are just incredible. And then we have like Janelle Thompson from Lavender's Flowers and Tono and Co. You know, she Mm -hmm. is just a color specialist in Mm -hmm. my mind. I mean, and so she's in there and for color theory. So we just, you know, there are different, I tried to make sure that because we have a really small group that everybody kind of has something that is kind of their specialty, not that it's the only thing they do by any means. But mm-hmm. so we have those. Now, if we, you know, have members who ask me, like they'll, they'll ask me for, I need to make whatever a flower crown I need to make whatever it is and I'm a beginner and I need something really simple do you have any suggestions if we don't have something that I think is exactly what we're looking for but I know that there are other people who are educators that have a resource and I know that that's that would be a perfect fit mm-hmm. then I gather those and I I give them to the you know Bloomfest Co member I mean I did that mm-hmm. last week just kind of like here are several you know YouTube videos of people that I think this will actually meet exactly where you are that kind of thing but we have these educators they have you know courses they have workshops that you pay for so you know, the service that we provide is we have, we've gotten all these resources together for Mm -hmm. you so that you don't have to do all the research yourself necessarily. And then you can just go and buy, you buy directly from them, those courses and workshops. We do have some free tutorials that they provided for us as well. Mm -hmm. And the thought process behind that was I just wanted our members to be able to have a glimpse, you know, at how they teach because it, you, that's the other thing that you have to really consider is, you know, do you like the way a teacher teaches? Does it resonate with you? And how do you know until you buy it? So mm-hmm. I'd like for them to be able to kind of get a taste of what it's like before they buy a course or a mm-hmm. workshop. So we do some free content in there, not a ton, you know, but in that section. Uh, we also have a section for resources. So this is like uh, Paper Talk would be one that is a resource there. Uh, <laughs> so the, We're honored. <laughs> yes. So these are resources like YouTube channels, websites, communities, podcasts, uh, services, just lots of different things, you know, that you might build, like organizations, specialty kind of wholesalers, like 
specialty rose farms, you know, things that are not just like your average wholesaler that can get anything. These are people that specialize in certain things. You know, Smilex is a big deal. Everybody knows Smilex. Yes. So, you know, different kinds of greenery and stuff. But all of those resources are in a spot. And then we have recently we we made a library because now we have enough content. We just keep creating. So we've got this library that we've put together. It's a video library that has Q&As and also interviews with people. It's a couple of demos. And then we have a podcast library where we put all of our Botanical Brouhaha and BB Plus episodes in. Mm -hmm. So they're all on the platform. And then we have a resource library, which is like a PDF library. It's downloadable content. So it's guides and things like that that you can actually download. All of that is housed under our library section. And one of the things I'm super excited about is we we have recently put in place a search engine where you can go into the library and you can just type in a word. So if you're wanting to do an installation, say, then you would type in installation. And anywhere that word is used in anything that's in our library of videos, so that would be any podcast episode, any Q&A, any video that we have, it will pull it right up in the search bar and it will cue it right up to where that word is used. That's amazing. So, yeah. So it, it, <laughs> what an offer. Yeah. So, and it's actually, I mean, I don't even know if the members are really that, I don't even know if they really understand. I've tried to explain the, mm. what it's about and what you can do with it. But I actually researched for a, like a speaking engagement yeah. in my own website through that thing. <laughs> <laughs> because think about it. We have like we over a hundred, so we have like yeah. over a hundred podcast episodes. And yeah. so, you know, you're talking about like deliveries, like delivering mm-hmm. your flowers and you put that in and you get to hear how Holly Chapel delivers her flowers. How, whoever's been on the podcast that has talked about that yeah. thing. You can just, Pull it all up at once and listen. So I, I literally have used that for research for myself because mm-hmm. obviously I can't remember everything we've talked about <laughs> over all these years. Yeah. <laughs> so um, many episodes. It's, it's kind of crazy. But anyway, so that, that library is also, is, so there's like the education, yeah. the resources, and then there's the library that has all of that stuff. It, so there's much. a lot of content yeah. and it's, it's growing. You know, we just keep adding to it so we're trying to keep it organized because you know Mm -hmm. how if you just keep putting more and more content it just gets like cluttered and it's like a bottleneck and you don't know what and nobody knows what to do with any of it then it's Mm -hmm. not even helpful anymore so i'm trying really hard to find ways to keep it organized Mm -hmm. and searchable so that you can find what you need but still we have a help button <laughs> right on the side. So if, you know, anytime yeah. anyone's in there and they can't find something, they usually just hit the help button and send me an email and I can point <laughs> to it pretty quickly. So, that's so awesome. Such <laughs> amazing services that you offer inside the portal. And I can't believe it's only like $10 a month. It is. So we started out at $9.99 a month or $99 for the year. And we've been doing that all year because I wanted it, I wanted it to be accessible. And, mm-hmm. and now we've added, you know, we keep adding like this search capability. Yeah. So we're, our costs are going up because <laughs> yes. we're, 
we, we keep adding functionality to it. So our, our price will go up and, and our plan is it'll go up at our one year mark. So mm-hmm. it'll be like November 12th and we're going to go up from $9.99 a month to $15 a month. So I'm hoping it's not too high, you know, it'll still be accessible to people. So it'd be about $150 a year. But everyone who's paid $9.99 is going to be grandfathered in for as long as they stay. So, and I'll tell you right now, (laughs) I was going to say, I'll tell you right now, I appreciate that because one of my, well, I shouldn't even say who it is, but a couple of the things that I use, you know, I started out at something like $25 a month and now it's up to like $50 a month, but I'm still paying 24 or 25. And so yeah. I realized like how grateful I am that I mm-hmm. got in on the front end because they also just keep adding more and more functionality and I have access to it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you know, I'm really grateful. So yeah, we'll, we'll kind of tell everybody like, okay, we're almost going to get ready to go up a little bit, you know, and it's time. I still um, think it's a deal. I think it's a deal. how much is in Nutrisco and how you're always adding to it. and all trusted resources. Like I, yeah, I mean, yeah. if it was available, it had been available for us six years ago. I think a lot of us would have one jumped on board, but two, it would have been so much easier for us <laughs> to find the information we needed to yeah. be like to become better artists. Because all the installation stuff, all the mechanics, all of the color theory, like that stuff, we've been having to cobble up together ourselves. Mm-hmm. So having like a single resource when we know that there is, you know, a ton of resources that we can reference, free and paid, obviously, but knowing that, oh, these, these florists and these educators are trusted educators and, you know, do great things. I think that's so important. Mm-hmm. That trust factor, yeah, <laughs> you know, that trust yes. factor is so important now because so many people offer the same thing. So how do you know? How do you know they're not? Yeah, yeah. That's that is. I mean, and that is why I did it. And I, I do have to say, you know, there is a sense of kind of like fear on my end sometimes. I guess I don't even know if that's the right word, but when you go out in public and you say these are resources that I trust. And people are listening to that. You know, I have to be really, really mindful and careful and listen. That's another reason it's so important for me to to create an atmosphere of trust with our members so that they can be vocal and tell me if they, if they disagree, you know, if they have an experience with someone that I've recommended and they disagree or they have questions or whatever. Mm-hmm. We have to, I have to really listen to that because I don't want to, you know, ever lead someone to a resource. Mm-hmm. Obviously that is not the very best that it can be for them. So sure. yeah, it's, it's kind of it's a, a responsibility. That's a good one. That's I, a good word for it actually. Yeah. yeah. No. I, can, I can see that, but I think you have really, you have really great judgment. And I think you have mm-hmm. an amazing network of friends and florist community to work that. I, I don't know. I, I trust what you recommend. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I absolutely do. Well, I mean, I think the main thing is just I don't, I, I've never had a problem with people telling me negative feedback or, I mean, if it's constructive, like I don't, I don't have a problem with that at all. In fact, I welcome it. So, um, yeah, even if it's like, you shouldn't have recommended 
<laughs> I mean, I will listen and hear and I'll, and I'll decide, you know, if that's, if that's based on one person's experience or, or multiple people's yeah. experience. I mean, it's yeah. kind of just discernment in a way, I sure. guess. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I love the conversation that we've had over uh, half an hour. Um, <laughs> I loved hearing you talk about Interesco and your community. I mean, just the passion that's behind it. I think it's so hearing you talk about, yeah. And like you said, last year was a passion project that you were talking about. I remember you saying, you know, I can explain it, but I, it's, you know, it's still kind of just this thing in my head. And, but this year having a year under your belt, it's really evolved too. I can see why, I can see why, you know, you might've thought it was one thing and they just turned into this other, you know, magical thing. So really, really interesting hearing you talk about it. So we're going to end this podcast with a question. What is your, the favorite or your favorite app or the app that you're using all the time? Um, or something that you would recommend to our listeners. Okay, one, as many as you want. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I would say. Okay, here's what I do. Instagram. I, I obviously am on Instagram because that seems to be a good spot. Canva. I don't think I could live without Canva at this point. And this is kind of a weird one, but emails. Have you heard of emails before? What is that? It's an app. And I think, I I don't remember. I think I paid like $79 for a year or something like that. I don't even know anymore. But, and it's an app and it just has meals on there. So like I have to eat gluten-free and my husband needs dairy-free. So, you know, like I I love to cook, Mm -hmm. but, you know, planning and all that stuff and then trying to figure out the diet stuff and which is fine, but my time is really limited now. So I literally go on there every week and I just go through the meals and figure out which ones I want to make. And then we, you know, so we eat really well, but they have specialty menus and stuff like that. And you just book what you want. So it's nice. I know it's kind of fun. You can favorite the ones that you favorite. I have about 300 favorites now, so we don't even get through them in a year. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. But it's also great because then you cook one meal, then you're sitting there eating it. And I look at my husband, I'm like, yeah, this is going. No. And then you just hit the button and it's off your favorites. <laughs> but it's made my life a lot easier. I really, I, I like that one too. Oh, that's no, wonderful. I love that. I don't think we've had yeah. talk about um, meal planning yet on the Oh app. my gosh. So, yeah, that's great. And, and the podcast app is the other. I listen to podcasts when I walk in the morning and that's my other. I love and I didn't listen to podcasts before I started a podcast. Mm. And I didn't see the relevance of it, actually. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Isn't that weird? Yeah. And now I love it. I love it. Yeah. Oh, I love, I love Glennon's. What, what is hers called? Oh, my gosh. My mind just went blank. Um, We Can Do Hard Things by Glennon Doyle. I usually listen to Jenna Kutcher every once in a while, just because she has short episodes that, that I can usually find a few things that are helpful. Thank you so Thank much, you. Amy. It was such a pleasure chatting with you again. Oh, I know it was fun. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Oh, you're so <laughs> welcome. <laughs> Thank you so love much. What you'll do. <laughs> we love Thank what you, you. do. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Vice versa. Thank you for listening to this episode of Paper Talk. 
Today's episode is sponsored by our patrons: Eileen Lim, Maria Van White, Wendy McDowell, Jennifer Desplantes, Robin Bonnie Slipper, Laura Wheelie, Martha Tokas, Nina, Linda Drysdale, Lucinda, and Tina Proctor. We appreciate your donation, and we're excited to keep creating content for our paper flower community. If you're interested in supporting us, head on over to our Patreon page at www. Patreon.com/papertalk and sign up as a patron. We would love to see you there.